Is this thing on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> I've been dying to do that. <laughs> Intro to show. <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw podcast, and we have a special guest. It's Oprah Winfrey. Drum roll, please. (laughs) It's just me, Tola. (laughs) Way to undersell, Tola. I know. Tell them who you are. Who am I? I'm a goddamn marketing genius. Around the way, girl. Happy go lucky. Founder of Girl Wonder, the coolest nonprofit organization for young girls of color out right now. Y'all know I heard. I hate that ball shit. Okay. I do too. It's yeah. so like trite. It's very overused. It's too much. Well, yeah. welcome. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for having me. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited that you were able to fit me into your schedule. That's so funny. You know where I got things scheduled from? From our Spanish teacher in middle school? No, Strictly Business. Oh, uh, sorry. She's oh. like, I cleared our schedule. And I was like, is that how that word is said? Yes. Always a movie reference with these two. And Let's you're always jealous. Get into it. Yeah, I am. Okay. So Just a bit. So, what are we talking about today, Jesse? Fashion tip. Actually comes from Nikki Lauren, who was our guinea pig. So when we first started this show, our first fashion tip was about how y'all don't care about y'all feet in the summer. And I just am tired of seeing people's crusty ass feet. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. So, Jessica, this is like a full circle moment. Because it's like the birthday of not caring for y'all. And it's your birthday. My birthday. I'm 31 in this bitch. I'm like a whole grown lady. You're a whole grown lady. So this is full circle. So you're here on a special night, Tola. Thank you. You should feel really important. I do. I am. So Nikki Lauren did a little experiment. She tried a foot exfoliator. For her crusty The original. It's called Baby Feet. There you go. Nikki, tell us about your results. Oh my God. My results were fantastic, guys. Okay. On the real. Um, Baby Feet, I I was not sold when I first saw it. I was like, oh, this shit's not going to work for me. But, y'all. Okay. So, basically, it's like... A plastic booty, right? With some salicylic acid. Is mm-hmm, that what's mm-hmm, in it? Mm-hmm. It's so it's like all saturated in the booty. You put it on your foot or on your feet rather, and you let it sit for one hour. You wash it off, right? So I'm like, day one, this shit not working. Day two, this shit not working. Day three, I think I was in a mall or something. Or not a mall, I live in New York. I was in a store trying on some <laughs> shoes. So I just go ahead and look at the bottom of my feet. I was like, the fuck is going on? <laughs> Y'all, oh my God, I look like an alien. Like, literally, you could just see, like, the first layer of my skin, like, trying to fall off of my foot. Yeah, it removes, like, layers of dead skin from your feet so that they're soft like babies. Absolutely. So, I went home. I took a shower so I can, you know, get the skin soft. And literally, I kid you not, like, for about two hours, I was just, like, peeling, 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 peeling. It was like a pile of skin. The instructions say don't peel, bruh. Everybody okay. knows. Listen, everybody like, knows. Right. Like, you're not supposed to, like, pop a pimple, but you can't help it. Right. Listen, so all I got to say is, are you crusty feet hoes? Wow. <laughs> Wait, what song is that? I think it's a little boozy song where he's like, so dusty feet, please don't bother, bother me. me. Yeah. Like, why do you call this woman 
dusty feet. Because it's real. So listen, dusty hoe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Our, our listeners are not dusty. But no, seriously, if you want your feet to feel soft, if you have calluses, if you live in New York, we live in New York, so. Where we walk all the time. All the time. So the bottom of my foot, although I do get pedicures, my feet are like at the bottom. Sometimes they don't be going to work like I need them to. Like I'm Myra. to go to yeah, work on Myra feet. So listen, if your people not getting that drill, you can get the baby feet and it'll do. And how much was it and where did you purchase? Um, it was $25 and I got it from Bed Bath & Beyond. I just have one question. Yes. How the hell did you sit still for an hour? Oh, I just, I put socks on top of the little plastic booty so they could stay in place. Mm-hmm. And then I put, I, oh, I was binge watching um, Handmaid's Tale. <gasps> yeah. Oh, are you finished? No. This seat, girl, white women we are don't the have worst. To talk about it. We'll talk about it at a later time. So that's it for the fashion tip. This full circle moment it has been almost a year that we We've have given been. you a year to get your feet together. Right. Um, and so if you're still not a bad bitch about the feet. Now's your chance. Now's your chance. <laughs> so that's it for our fashion tip. Full circle for this episode. We'll be right back with some awesome conversation or whatever. Or whatnot. Whatever. me up in headphones a little bit yeah <laughs> i love that she has no headphones <laughs> no i've always wanted to do that too. like i'm gonna turn, turn my music up turn my music up up some more i love when pe- when they do that on um on songs where they like break down the fourth wall and they like let you in on like yes, the engineer yes. notes uh-huh. where it's like no i want to ride the beat on this one it's like <laughs> do you do you wait bring the 808 in. <laughs> right 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 right, right. What? I've always had a hard time figuring out the difference between a snare and a hi-hat. I don't know. None of that is important. Mm, Anyway, so we've lured Tola here because we want to discuss our new show, um, our new obsession, which is Love Is, which is um, a show on OWN. (laughs) Shout out to Auntie Oprah. We love you. Hey, OWN. Lady O. Lady O. And Cousin Mara. Right. So the show basically details a very fictionalized, fantastical version of the way um, Mara Brock Akil, um, queen, mother um, of television. She's executive producer and director and writer. Everything. She's mm-hmm. everything. She did Girlfriends. She did the game when it was good. She started out back in the 90s on South Central. Hell yeah. Do you remember that with Lorenzo? Yeah, she's she's everything. So this show. Um, Moesha, sorry. Yes. This show is the culmination of her basically kind of get into her Beyonce moment. If you think about it, like she's put in the work to make a show that she really wants to make. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a fictionalized version of her and her husband's relationship. Fictionalized. It's loosely it's, based. Yeah, it's loosely based. Loosely. She I, confessed. She confessed that on her interview on Breakfast Club. What's did she up? say loosely? Because I feel like one point she said it was like 80%. That's loosely based. I mean, I feel like she still has to give us some entertainment component. Exactly. Right? Like, so she got 80% make, is not loose, though. 
But some things are made up or okay. some things are over exaggerated to make us be like, yeah. oh shit. Because when you write a screenplay. Yes, do tell. <laughs> do, oh, tell. do tell. Do tell. When you develop your characters, you know what I'm saying? There's always got to be some obstacle to stop them from getting to their goal, right? right? So that's what keeps us entertained. Right. So that's why loosely based. Right. Okay. So, um,. That was wonderful. It was. Round of applause. Round of Good applause. for you. Baby, okay. make that ass clap. Ah, 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 okay. Um, <laughs> that song came on my Pandora the other day, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Anywho, mm-hmm. so the show stars one of our favorite black male actors, Will Catlett. Love Will Catlett. He's so cute, right? Yeah, it's something beautiful. about him. I don't know that he's fine, but it's something about his spirit that's so attractive. It's his voice. It's I his voice it's and his, his delivery. Oh. It's his delivery. And if you haven't seen Will Catlett outside of Love Is, we encourage you to check out Black and Sexy TV on YouTube. Check out his the best web series ever. It's so funny. It's called That Guy. He stars in it, and it it's and funny. actually kind of plays like a similar role if you think about it, because he ain't have shit in that show either. Oh yeah. Um, and he was really good on Black Lightning. He was really good. But on Black you know Lightning. what's so funny? Um, there's a another podcast that I love, Thirst Aid Kit, where it's just two black women thirsting over different dudes. Which I love because, like, I'm pro like black women exploring, you know, their sexuality and things. Because people tell us we can't. Anyway, <laughs> um, and they had an episode just basically talking about like people's voices, like hot mm-hmm. voices. And I wish they had added him because his voice is it's like demanding kind of, but it also has like has a, a southern, southern dr- a little rasp. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. it's like, is it the cadence of it's it? It's definitely mm-hmm. the cadence oh. because it's so smooth. Yeah. Like, it's just like, Talk you out your panties. I'm just like, tell me to do anything. Is it me or is it hot in here? Ooh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> one of the one of my favorite sayings that they say on Thursday, kid, is like, oh, somebody come change the seat cushion. <laughs> that is so nasty, <laughs> but I love it. Um, so anyway, uh, he plays Yasir um, alongside Michelle Weaver, who plays um, Nuri mm-hmm. and. It's basically a situation of love at first sight for these two people in the 90s, which we all have fantasies about, like, growing up in the 90s and dating in the 90s. But honestly, watching it now, it's just like, damn, I'm kind of glad I was not in right. my 20s in the air. Because, like, I don't... Okay, disclaimer. Listen, if you haven't watched it, I'm just about to tell you something. But, like, those episodes where, like, he's trying to get in touch with her. Yes. And it's like, his pager don't work or whatever. He got to use a payphone. It's like... Well, wait, back up, though. Think about when we were little, though, before we had access to... You know, like all the different ways that you can stalk a nigga now. It wasn't that hard to get in touch with people you want to get in touch with. Well, now it's easier. So, um. well, true. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's get into this discussion. Mm-hmm. Are you ladies ready? I'm ready. Okay. I'm nervous. <laughs> what you doing, Tola? Tola? You know the buzzer. The buzzer. Oh. <laughs> Right. Okay. So, first question: At our age, early thirties, can we be with people? Can we date guys who don't have their shit together? Define don't have your shit together. <laughs> be more specific. Okay. So, the basic, the premise of the show is that Nuri is an upwardly mobile professional woman. She's working on a sitcom. She's purchased her own house. She's a bad bitch for all intents and purposes. Right. Yasir has nothing. He's sleeping on a couch. He is a creative. He has written scripts. They have not gotten picked up. He's chasing a dream, but he is starving to chase that dream. 
um, sometimes sleeping in his car. He's really homeless. Like, he does not have anything to bring to the table except for a burning desire for Nuri. Can you date someone like that? I think, I think, right? I think when you, when you end it with that burning desire, um, may, yes, yes, I definitely think so because it's, it's like fleeting. That passion, that love, that, that feeling of wanting to like, or the feeling of knowing that somebody is just like determined to get to you and is transparent. I think so. Kind of, sort of. But I mean, we're all upwardly mobile, you know, black women. So, the commentary behind that is going to be like tough to digest because you know your friends have things to say, your parents have things to say, but you just want to feel, feel good, to feel loved, to feel wanted and appreciated. Thank you. And that's, I think, where I am right now in my life is that there is something very addictive about a person who desires you so deeply and who just like there is nothing like a dude who you actually like telling you like that you're beautiful and they mean it with sincerity absolutely and or for a dude has a dude ever told you they were proud of you oh my god that's amazing oh my god okay but was it was it a dude that I have shit it's it's a dude who it (laughs) It's a dude who I don't know if there is a legitimate future with. Uh-huh. But I have to say that I don't even want to think like that far ahead because I just, just enjoy. enjoy the I really just am enjoying the moment and okay. enjoying that part of it. Like that, I'm sorry, it just feels good. And it, it's nothing wrong with that. And I will say um, to your point, if that is what you want in this season then go for it. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, right? Yeah. So, but if you know, like, okay, I really want this and I really don't think this guy has the capacity to get to the next level. Okay, so that's an interesting point. The capacity, the potential. Uh Do we think that... Can we see Yasir's potential? Is that what we're buying into? That we're I think so, so in love with it? I think so. I don't think we've seen so much of his potential in the first like four or five episodes, but we know it's there because we know what his angle is. We know that he's writing scripts, you know what I mean? But all we've seen is the, the, the cat and mouse game. Like he's chasing, chasing, chasing. So I think we're like so stuck on like that desire and like the fact that he, like the effort. The effort because and the fact it's that he's rare. It's rare. I have I have so many girlfriends now, and it's like we just want to be desired, you know? So I think that is what really works with this, the era that this show has been, like, produced in. Like, it's just, like, women want to feel desired. You know what? I think think we are desired. Especially black women. That's important. I think we are desired, but what the difference between Yasir and the men that we just are around in 2018 is that right I'm sorry I don't mean to generalize but like there's a level of vulnerability and transparency like he's just like yo fuck it I know I don't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw throw it out of but something about her like I need her guys nowadays they will not approach us if they know that they do not have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of so that doesn't mean that we're not desired they absolutely could be like god damn shawty bad like god damn she's about her shit blah 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 but I can't approach her because I know I don't have anything to bring to the table Do you ever, I know for me, I sometimes have a little bit of anxiety about that. Not that I just have oh so much, but I do, I guess because so many of our friends are like bomb as fuck and everybody is doing really well and like has their own place and things like that. I don't understand why some dudes are intimidated by that because it's like, that's super fucking common. What women are you meeting who don't have that? 
You know what I mean? Like for you to be like, I can't approach her because she has so much and I have so little. What what women don't have that? That's just one of them things like we, we will never understand. We're always trying to make sense of shit that just doesn't make sense. Have you ever read Men Are From Mars? No. no. Somebody told me I needed to read that. I didn't read it either. But it, just, it breaks <laughs> it down and makes it make sense. Like if they don't feel like they are equivalent or can take care of us, they're not going to come to us. Period. So, okay, so but that's the attraction with Yasir. Like, Yasir is, like, bold in his shit. Absolutely. <laughs> he like, listen, I ain't got it, but I need you. And honestly, I, I think that if a guy approached me in that manner, I know what I want, but if a guy approached me in that manner today and desired me and was like, hey, look, I'm passionate about this or whatever, I'm working towards it, but it ain't hit yet, because I'm in that same situation. You know right. what I'm saying? I would... I would try it. I don't know how it would go, but I would try it. I yeah. wouldn't knock it. I agree. So Nuri is one of these. Nuri is one of the women in film and television who I admire because I really am fascinated by women, even in real life, by women who can date multiple people mm-hmm. who don't feel um, who don't feel that they need to be committed or locked down to anybody. They just enjoy the act of dating. Mm-hmm. I've never been that person. Me neither. Neither have I. I, I would have a good girlfriend love, who's that person. You do. And mm-hmm. I do too. Mm-hmm. I have like three or four good girlfriends who are really good at dating in that they just like to kind of flit around and like, oh, I like this person for this and da 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 Like they don't feel like laser focused on people. Like how mm-hmm. I, I don't like anybody. So when I meet a person who I like, I zoom in on them unintentionally. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mean to make you the center of my universe, but, like, you I don't special. like nobody. You one of a kind. I need you to know how special you are that I am, like, and doing you, anything. You need to feel special. Right. So, with that being said, like, this, watching Nuri date and just, like, kind of break hearts, which I admire. I love to be a woman who breaks dudes' hearts. Um <laughs> Does that ever make you feel like, like, should we be dating without the promise of it going to a specific place? Like, at our age, can we just date for the experience, for the fun? I think that just depends on what you want. Like, okay, so my my girlfriend, right, she's been married before, and she had an okay marriage or whatever, but for some reason it didn't work. They're divorced now, but now she's, she's just like, I like to date. Like, I like different guys. And she's not out here, like, hoeing around or sleeping with all these different guys. But she Which just, it would be fun. It would be fine if she were. It, exactly. We support you. Okay. Yeah, if that's what she was doing, that's fine. But she's just like, I like to see what different guys have to offer. She is a she likes to be out in the street. She's a hard worker, entrepreneur, but she is going to have her fun. And there's nothing wrong with that. I just never been that way. Or maybe guys just guys that I like just never approach me in that way. I don't know what it is. No, no, no. But okay, knowing that you want to be married, Nikki, and you want to eventually be married to Tola, can you date a guy right now who you don't necessarily know is going to be marriage material? Like if you just met a guy who was fun, but he didn't have like something, to, you know, whatever it was that you were like, I don't know that I can seriously be with this person. Can you entertain somebody? But what would that be? Like, I don't what, know. Right. I'm sitting here thinking, thinking like, I don't I'm even know how to do Everybody can grow, right? So, like, obviously, like, if I, if I met a guy on my way home tonight or whatever, and, like, he just didn't have no drive, no compassion, even if he was fine as fuck and chasing me down the street, like, oh, I'm trying to talk to you, I'm trying to talk to you or whatever. But I knew he was just a shit person. Like, no, I would not date him. However, if it was another guy who, you know, maybe he has two kids like he's here, Right. And he's trying, but, you know, he just ain't got there yet. I, 
maybe I would consider it. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't know either, to be quite honest with you. But it's not a hard pass. No, it's not a hard pass. Absolutely not. Like, that's I feel like everybody says what they would or wouldn't do and then life happens. Like, it's easy to say what you would or wouldn't do in relationships or in situations because it's not it's not humanized there's not an actual human there but if you meet a person and there's like a thing there I feel like you would throw so much shit out of the window Mm -hmm. like me and my homegirl were having a conversation the other night like and this might be like a fucked up thing to say but I really think that all girls have the capacity to be a little bit of a bird for the right dude Uh everybody does Everybody, like, there is a dude in the world who would make you do brings things. Out the who brings out the pigeon <laughs> Where it's like, he might say some shit that's, like, hella crazy. And you're just like, oh, my God, he likes me. Like, everybody has the capacity to do that. And that's why I feel, I feel like this show kind of opens that up a little do bit. Do you possess that? Like, do you think you, like, do you think guys feel the same way? Like, about girls? what do you mean I'm sorry explain is there like they have like this bird tendency or a girl that can make their like hearts skip a beat or whatever make them yeah absolutely do you think that you are that girl for someone that you once talked to in the past yeah nice I think but let me say this (laughs) that that guy I wish that I saw myself the way I wish I was the bad bitch that he thinks that I am when you dated him yeah okay, or you. when like even now like I wish that I was the person that he thinks I am because he thinks that I'm like like I'm like no I'm super affectionate and he's like no you're not and I'm like no I really am like I am a pussy in relationships like I am so soft and just like come let me hold you tell me your hopes and dreams lay your head on my bosom lay your head on my that ability but I don't know how to access it gotcha it's like how in the beginning of all superhero movies like the person has these powers and they just make a mistake blow shit up so they don't know how to use their power like yeah 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 I don't know how to use that like I never learned how to use my like womanly guiles like nobody taught me that I don't know how to do that do you know how to do that no I definitely Nuri I feel like knows how to do that but even like Yasir had to tell her like you are their hopes and dreams and I was like oh my god Oh, have I been somebody hopes and dreams? <laughs> have you been somebody hopes and dreams? The sad part about it is I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> it like it makes you low key kind of want to do like a post mortem to like hit up some old hoes. Like, hey, was I was I the culmination of all your hopes and dreams in life? I'm doing a social experiment, right? And I need to know, nigga. <laughs> um, I also have to ask: Am I the only person who feels sorry for Ruby? Yes. Why doesn't anybody else feel sorry for Ruby? Because I think Ruby knows what she's doing. I don't think Ruby feels sorry for herself, right? And I don't. I feel like why would we feel sorry for her? Like if he were leading her on and like running to Nori, then I'd be like, ah, he's playing games. But then you know that that episode where she was like getting undressed in front of him, he was like, I'm good, love and joy. Like no, he didn't lead her on at all. No, 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 no. That's fair, mm-hmm. but it's the fact that there's a man living in your house living off of you who you still somewhat desire but he has a whole other light-skinned bitch calling your house how do we know okay yes calling the house is disrespectful but how do we know that she somewhat desires him or if it's 
just convenience. Yeah, convenience and not wanting to let go of something that you've had for seven years. I've seen this shit. It's textbook. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? She That's said fair. that shit seven years. So it's it's like the adjustment, like getting removing yourself from a situation that you've been in for so long. That shit is traumatic, I'm sure. That's fair. I guess you know who else I felt sorry for? The guy at the job. Oh the intern, the PA? Or yeah, the PA. <laughs> the, the coffee guy. Nah, I didn't feel bad for him. He tried to play her and was like, you running out of here? Well, I'm going to... Like, what? Pass me my coffee, bro. What are you right. talking about? Right, but let me finish. Let me finish, though. <laughs> I really felt for him because I feel like in my life, I have been that man much more than I've been her. <laughs> I have... I have been the coffee getter way more than I've been like the person who holds the power in the relationship. So it was very interesting to see that exchange of power between the two of them where she was trying to sneak off and like, you know, basically leave work when she wasn't supposed to, mm-hmm. to see um, Yasir. And this guy like comes at her like, oh, like I hold your life in my hands right now. She's like, no, nigga, you hold my coffee in your hands. Pass me that. Right. And I was just like, <laughs> I need my coffee. Uh, I need <laughs> I loved seeing like that exchange of power. I feel like he needed to know his position. Absolutely. (laughs) And play it well, bro. Right. Fuck out of here. Wowzers. Okay, so we're going to take a break and then we'll come back with some more questions about love is. With more of our discussion on love is as soon as not like a nighttime. Oh my god, you were giving me soft and warm. Yeah. On the quiet storm. With Joyce Lutel. With Joyce Lutel. Joyce Lutel still on the radio. Oh shit. What is that? Atlanta radio? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. She was uh, soft and warm on the quiet storm. On the one oh three. That is so funny. so much when I was little listening to inappropriate ass songs but now I really like it okay wait you guys know this is so random but really quickly y'all know the number one quiet storm song Janet Jackson anytime anyplace I get so oh yeah <laughs> that video is where um my love for women and men's wear came from yeah it's it so was good. yeah okay oh. we digress okay so, so diving back into our conversation on love is one of my really good friends, oh my god, Dr. Pekka. Dr. Hi, Dr. Pekka. We love you so much. So I was talking to her about Love Is as she specializes in therapy for families and marriages, relationships, whatever. And she brought up the fact that like there's kind of a fine line between the desire and the desperation. Sorry, that was my grandma calling. Um, there's a fine line between desire and desperation Mm -hmm. and she thinks that Yasir comes off as a bit desperate what do you think no I don't think he's desperate I don't get desperate at all but what was her why did she say what was her rationale I think that it was more so the fact that he ain't got shit and it and when he when he used the line about am I using you yeah I'm using you to make me a better person I kind of feel like for a I kind of, I kind of don't like that. Don't, don't, don't make me that. But 
I that's a lot of pressure to put on a person. But he was literally just saying what niggas do. Like he literally verbalized it. He just put words to what they do. Period. Okay. And I respected that. Like, yo, she is the prize. Like, I need you to just pull me up. And basically what he was saying, you pull me up and when I get there, I'm taking care of both of us. That's how I received that. I didn't receive it as some like all right, bitch, let me get a hand No, I didn't receive it like that. Oh, so Do you want to pull somebody up? That's bitch, my this thing. is not build a barrier. I'm tired of building niggas, but I'm just saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's just like, for fuck's sake, at what point, I don't know. Again, it's easy to say what you would and wouldn't do when the, when the person right. isn't there. Mm-hmm. But I don't like this notion of like dudes being like, Man, I need because I do see that on Twitter and Instagram all the time. That I need a girl who's gonna build me up and who's gonna da da da. And it's like, well, what is she getting out of this? Right. I think how's it being reciprocated if you if you're coming into the relationship with this like grand emotional need? I just don't quite know that that's fair to the woman. What is the woman getting from this? I would love to think that. I think she's getting the desire. The, the I think she's. I, I would like to think that once you have, well, once the man gets on his feet, because I think it's every man's desire to want to take care of his woman, period. It's a man's desire to be a provider, right? They're just not saying that. So in my mind, I'm like, you know, maybe it's just that point where they're just like, yo, just help me get here and I'll take care of both of us. Like, that. that's how I'm receiving it, period. Okay. That's fair. It's, that, it's not unfair. It just, that stuck out to me as kind of like, I don't like that we're expected to to do so so much emotional labor in relationships where it's it's just not always reciprocated. Oh, the plight of the black woman, right? <sighs> I don't. I I guess my thing is like I'm not interested in picking up the slack from where your mom dropped the ball. Ooh! Wow! Wow! I'm saying Ouch. like there's a certain kind of love. No, it's facts. There's a certain kind of love. There are different kinds of love that people get throughout the course of their life that are irreplaceable I could never like love you the way your mom loves you or like your best friends cannot love you the way that like your man can love you like there are different kinds of love if there's a certain kind of love my best friend is my man okay girl hey Courtney okay (laughs) Courtney don't let her do this to you hey boo what I'm saying is if you didn't get a certain kind of love and whatever, like from your mom, I can't give you that. That's some shit you need to figure out with a therapist. And you can't bring that into a relationship. I'm not your mama. I can't be your mom. And that's your prerogative. Um, <laughs> <I hate> you. <laughs> but some, some people have the capacity to love in that way. Uh-huh. No, I don't think that you can. I do not think that you can love a person the way their mother or their father was supposed to love them. If they didn't get that, they I can't get that people, from you. I, I think some people are willing to try, though. I think some people are willing to be like, okay, you know what? I know you didn't get it from your mom, or I know you didn't get it from from your dad. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make it my life's mission oh, to love you that way. Uh-huh. I think there are I can love you the way I know how to love you, but I cannot replace some core shit that you were supposed to get in your childhood. I don't think that's that's realistic. Sorry. I agree. And I have to say, yes, he became a bit of a bird to me when she went on the ski trip and he was just like, I thought you were different. Oh, that pissed me off. I don't like that line. I don't like her doing it. It pissed me off, but I found myself still smiling throughout that episode for some reason. Okay. So I really, I feel like I'm on the opposite end of everything that is said, but I think, and no, I do not agree with what he said, but I think he reacted so strongly against it because he thought she had read the note when he begged her not to go. 
and she hadn't even read it yet. So that's why his reaction. Yeah, miscommunication. That's why he reacted so strongly because he's like, bitch, I just begged you not to go and you, not bitch, but I only called you bitch because I don't know your name. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> he only was <laughs> Come back. Come back. Come back. Come back here. I'm here. Yeah, he only reacted so strongly because in this note, he's like, please don't go on this ski trip. Please don't go. Oh, okay. Sorry. (laughs) And he, you know, felt completely disrespected and disregarded like damn like she really not, I begged this girl not to go and she went anyway not realizing that she hadn't read it so but it's, it's, but it's the, the, those very specific words I'm not I'm not saying that he didn't have a right to feel away but those very specific words I, I thought you were different tools of the devil yeah, don't 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 try to put and I feel like that's some shit the dudes say to you whenever they pull a dude ass move oh my God, yes, you're like, yes, that yes. you're like well you tried it so I'm going to go do what I want to do with my life and then it's like well I thought you was different. different like so did I honey <laughs> show ass down trash. show ass down trash bag ass niggas how dare you sit your ass down we have not done sit your ass down in a while you see sit your ass down so it's my <laughs> thoughts you were different hilarious um, okay, this is good. So I want to just end this beautiful conversation. Maybe we'll come back and do another finale. But anyway, let's end this conversation with each of you saying what love is to you. Guest first. Um, what is love? Honestly, love is beautiful. And I, I think it's so interesting that at 30 beep, I can, you know, say that because... <laughs> never really paid attention to like love. I was never that girl jumping from relationship to relationship. Like I wasn't that girl. I was just trying to get to the money, get this job, get, you know, build these get to the money. money. Hey. Oh, exactly. oh, you know, just it. trying to, you know, build businesses. But at my age now I'm just like, no, seriously, love love is a beautiful thing when done right. I mean, even when it hurts, it can still be beautiful. That was amazing. Love is Patient. Love is kind. Love does <laughs> not boast <laughs> or brag. But I felt in my spirit you were gonna do but that. But it's so real because when you think about the different types of love, like I feel love, no, I'm just kidding. Okay. Go that. But when you think about like the love you have for your mom or the love that your mom has for her a mom has for her child, the love you have for your husband or your wife or whatever, like you have to have a level of patience to just like get through it, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it takes a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. It's, it's work. Love is work. Love is work. I don't think love is supposed to be work. No, it is, though. Think about your mom. Your mom loves you, but you probably got on her damn nerves growing up. It's but she was like, you know what? I love you, I'm and I'm not going to leave you out on the street. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of my parents did, but that's another conversation for another day. Um, <laughs> okay, girl. What is love? Um, To me, right now, in my life, love is... Um, romantically love is elusive but Mm -hmm. for everything else love is um, the center of my world I'm surrounded by so much love like Mm -hmm. there's nothing like your birthday when you for me I do not like celebrating my birthday I don't like putting things together I don't like being responsible for other people's fun I don't like planning things I don't like the spending of the money when rents do all that I don't like doing it but to have received so much like love today from so many, so many of my friends and family and stuff, like I have like a very beautiful support system, and it's love is really just like the center of my everything. Like outside of romantic love, romantic love has eluded me my entire life. Mm-hmm. I have not experienced that, and I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I want to. I would love to to be like loved totally. Um, that right now is just elusive for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. 
right, we'll be right back to wrap the show up with some fun questions for Tola. delusional with exhaustion <laughs> so we're just gonna get this right on out of here um i didn't write these questions um but you can add with them can you explain to her what this is these are random questions that put you in awkward situations and you answer them to the best of your ability got it okay set the timer there there's no time <laughs> it's not actually timed it's just Okay, sit down. Can we get a buzzer? Buzz. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, the resourcefulness. Okay. Would you rather go on a single date with Donald Trump or lick a subway track? (laughs) Come on, dead air. Lick a subway track. Fair. Um... What brand would you redo if you had to, um, if you had complete creative control? Like, whose brand would you like to be in charge of? A brand? A brand. Are we talking like a product or a person? Anything. Why are you whispering? Because she started it. Okay. Okay. Probably BET. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would bring back some oldies about goodies that I know the people, the consumers are looking for. So, yeah, it would be BET. Cute. And a bomb-ass rollout. Yep. Are you gonna bring back Rachel? No, she's busy. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be so blow when like what was it, Planet Groove would go off. And then like it was like the island whatever show. Like, oh, okay. I would be so blow. You didn't like shovel rings? I mean, Shut yeah, up. but you're giving me all the latest and like Monica and whatnot, and then it's just like songs that I don't understand or can't relate to. <laughs> What you doing? Doing? That must be like the shopper. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. Yes. Mariah or Whitney? Oh, you bitch. Like <laughs> pass. No, no pleading the fifth here. Whitney. I think that's fair. Maybe. <laughs> that shit hurt. That hurt. Because if she was a real one, she would have said Nippy. Mm. Shut up, girl. <laughs> what a challenge. Okay, would you rather make a mistake and send a drunk, sexually explicit text to your mom or intentionally have your friends? publicly watch a video of you having sex. <laughs> I would send my mom a text. She's super cool. She would even, Really? Yeah. My, my mom is like, what? What is this? Nothing. Mom ignoring. Okay. She's, she's that mom. <laughs> she is. I'm deeply uncomfortable by how uncomfortable by, by the fact that you weren't uncomfortable with that. No. Sneakers or heels? That's my best friend. Me? Uh, you know the answer to that. I don't know. Normally I would but I'm super lazy. Um, pass. Are people no longer getting sew-ins anymore? Are, is everybody just wearing wigs now? I don't know. I tried the wig thing and shit was slipping back and I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so I threw the braids back in, but I don't know. I, I, I like the sew-in. The, the wig was cool, but I, I think I'm 
I think this is really like trying like my um, age, my age, my like, because I always wonder, like, when am I going to get old? Like, when am I going to feel yeah. old, right? And I always felt like, okay, I don't want to get stuck in like my 20s. How you see like people that are in like their 50s and they still want to be like 20s. Yeah. It's like yeah. that era is done. Right. But now, like when I think about my hair, I'm like, I want a sew-in. Fuck yes. these wigs. I don't, don't give me a wig unless Alonzo does it. Alonzo makes them buy Alonzo can make my wig. Um, so, my last question. Um, boxers, briefs, or commando? Commando. Commando. Wait, for the guy. She's for so the, for the guy. Oh, yeah, commando. For you? I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> That's it for Rapid Fire. Tola, tell the people where they can find you. And what you're working on. You gotta find me in the Bronx Club Town, 241st no Street. No coming there. Oh, you should. You're right. Did they? Um, no, I'm not coming to the Bronx after Junior. Mm-mm. Don't say that, Lauren. Rest in peace, Junior. Oh, my God. Um, where can you find me? You can find me on Instagram. On the gram. Tola speaks to me. You can also find me at Girl Wonder. Actually, it's not me behind that page anymore, but hey, Lexi. Um, You can find me at Tola Speaks to Me. You can find me at Girl Wonder. G-Y-R-L. Spell it correctly. G-Y-R-L. Wonder. Um, Yeah. And we just wrapped up our inaugural Girl Wonder. Oh, my God. Yes. How can I forget that? We just wrapped up our inaugural Girl Wonder Leadership Academy, which was the most rewarding experience I've ever had in my life. Shout out to the fabulous 15. I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. They were bummed. Shout out to the companies. Oh my God, to the companies, to our host companies, our mentors, Atlantic Records, Viacom, NBC, ABC. ABC. TiVo, the mayor. Yeah, like it was amazing. Thank you guys so much. If you guys um, want to see, if you don't follow, please follow the uh, Girl Wonder Instagram page. Yeah, and you can check out the highlights. I made sure to ha- to save all the highlights so you can see. It was a great experience. Can't wait to do it again. Ooh, ooh, well. Yay, us. Um, I can be found on Instagram at not Carrie Bradshaw. Um, slide into Nikki's DMs. And send us some money. Y'all know how this go. Right. <laughs> That's all we're looking for is money. Um uh, you can find me on Instagram, Nikki Lauren eighty eight. On Twitter, I am Nick Saint Laurent. Um, you know, my branding brain really doesn't like the fact that we both we all have different Instagram names and Twitter names, right? It should be. I don't advertise my Twitter. Thank you so much. So, um, <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, comment, subscribe. Um, send us some money. Send us some and send Nikki your nudes. Okay. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. I'm 31 and I'm excited about it. Oh, okay. tweet us your thoughts on um. Oh, not tweet. Instagram us your thoughts. I <laughs> love is. Bye. I gotta go. <laughs> and we're off. <laughs>